Good morning. In Community Stories this morning, we are going to be talking with someone who is the coordinator of the Minnesota State University Mankato's 23rd Annual Undergraduate Research Symposium being held Thursday, April 15th. It's something that you, as a listener, can participate in and listen in on. It's kind of a neat way to do it because of COVID. And the coordinator is faculty member Dr. Patrick Tebby, who is a mechanical and civil engineer. And he is also the director of the Undergraduate Research Center here at Minnesota State. So what in the world is an undergraduate research symposium? Well, that's an event. Uh, This is the 23rd year that it's been held here in Mankato. It celebrates the students' efforts during the previous year for research, scholarly, and creative activities. And it's an opportunity for them to present their work with the public and the campus community and engage in an academic discussion of what they've done. I've heard that Minnesota State Mankato is a bit unusual in the number of undergraduate research projects that we do compared with other schools. Is that the the case? Yes, it is. We we have a large number of student projects. Probably, I can't guarantee we are the top out of the Minnesota State system, but we we have a, a healthy number of presentations each year for the URS. And this year you have quite a number of, I don't know if this is a record or not, but it says the symposium is featuring 92 presentations. Is that a record? Is that a normal year? This year is actually a slight decline with COVID. So a normal year would be about 120 to 140. And they used to be held in this the student ballroom and you could look at posters and ask questions. But of course, because of COVID, it's very, very different. So how is this going to be presented this year since we aren't in person? We've transitioned to an online virtual format. So all of the the students' materials are being hosted online. Um, The advantage to that is that people can view them anytime during the day from anywhere in the world. And then on the 15th, on Thursday, we will be doing live um, Zoom sessions, which will be question and answer sessions for the posters. And the oral presentations will be conducted through Zoom rather than in person in rooms. Is there a schedule or how does one take part in watching or reviewing some of these projects that that are being studied? There is a schedule on our Undergraduate Research Center website. And the material, you can log in through the symposium website that the address will be linked there. And all of the students' materials, their posters, their abstracts are all on that website continuously for several days. So you can view those at any time. Um, You can comment on those sections at any time, and then there will be a listing of live links for the Zoom sessions for each scheduled poster and oral presentation session. What kind of things can the public expect to see in terms of these presentations? Because it covers all of the colleges on campus and, and majors. It covers a lot of different majors, and there are the ones that you would think of as being more traditional, but there are ones that are also more creative in nature. We have some dance and poetry and one-act play exhibits this year that are presented. So it, it is a wide wide range of topics from ones that will really get into the weeds on specifics and chemical formulas and things that you may not be able to pronounce. I know I can't. Um, and then others that are dealing more with things like perhaps the psychology of the COVID environment and how we're reacting to it. I did notice a lot of the titles had something to do with COVID in them, whether it was the relationships that people are having or the difficulties with studies that people are having. That seemed to be a popular topic for this year. Some of the COVID topics I saw included titles like examining the impact of COVID-19 on the college students' experience, mask usage behaviors amongst the MNSU Mankato community, and also what do the Twitter sentiments say about the COVID-19 vaccine? Another 
project that someone worked on was COVID-19's impact on motives, barriers, and amount of physical activity among college students. A very popular topic. I give, Given the nature of the year, I assume that's why this is the case. Have you had other years where certain current events are major focus? That is certainly an important topic this year, and and a lot of those are coming out of some of the fields like um, social and behavioral sciences, that they're researching those. Some of the arts and humanities are actually researching those. Our opening keynote um, presentation is actually going to be a recording of a dance performance that is focused around the COVID experience in the pandemic. But the current events do guide the research topics. The students are working on these in class at capstone projects externally with faculty. So whatever um, current topics, needs, issues are will naturally get reflected in those. How does the research work in terms of do the students pick the topic? Do they work with a faculty member to pick it out? Do they work together with it? Or what is the format, I guess, how it all happens? All of the above. Um, All of the presentations um, do have a faculty mentor or a staff mentor, but it is a mix. Um, Sometimes it's a project the students are just interested in that they may be working with someone Sometimes it could be a funded grant project that the faculty member has and they have a grant team. Um, A few of the projects are ones that are um, competition teams. For example, the um, SAE Formula Car competition team that the Automotive Engineering Technology Program does. They design, construct, and then in a normal year they would compete with their designed formula car. So some of the students are actually doing research projects that are more in-depth analysis of different parts of those designs. So there's some really practical, hands-on work that sounds like has being done. Yes. When I looked at the schedule of events, there are some interesting titles in terms of the research that's going on here at the university. Example, impact of tire temperature on grip in a race car. The evolution of terrestrial behaviors in aquatic and amphibious fishes. A century of racism in Minnesota. And there's some like the Reconstructing Earth's Oxygen History from Iron-Rich Rock Samples. I assume that's a geology one. And I see one of our KMSU students, Jonathan Fjeld, is doing his research on, rhetorically speaking, Danica Patrick in the wild marketing game of sports. And he's also a big NASCAR fan. So certainly a range of research going on here at the university. And when you go through the symposium website, they are all tagged with topic areas. So if you're interested in a specific area, it will let you search for things that are specifically related to, related to say, engineering. I do have a couple projects that are related to research projects that I've done in the past with other faculty members. Those specific ones, we're dealing with vertical axis wind turbines. So we do have some presentations that the undergraduates that were part of that research team are presenting. Big ideas, real world thinking. Is that kind of a focus too when you, you have these these conference types of symposium and the type of work that they're looking at? I, I think that's a focus for their efforts across the university and all the different fields. So many of the topics are very applied and, and applicable to a real world life. So are there some students that are really going deep and maybe even being able to get things published because of what the work they're doing here? A number of the students are working with faculty and are producing technical articles for publications. A number of our students are also presenting at the National Conference for Undergraduate Research, INCUR, which is actually happening this week as well. One of the project teams, in fact, for the VOT project, the Vertical Axis Wind Turbine project that I have, is actually presenting as we're recording this right now for their virtual INCUR presentation. With that project, we were looking at small-scale wind turbines and how we would place them more efficiently where they might be of more use. So it is really practical Mm -hmm. then. 
They are a wide-ranging set of topics. Um, all of them will be of interest to someone. So somebody, everybody will find something that interests them in the list. <laughs> That's for sure. And as far as looking at this, watching it online, what can people expect to see? Is it a five-minute presentation, or what does it actually come out as? So in a, in a normal event, the poster session would be handled in the ballroom where the students would be displaying a printed copy of their poster, and then as people came by, they would talk about their poster and answer questions. In this format, the poster is a PDF that the public can view online at their leisure, and then the live session will be a question and answer session via Zoom where they will be able to ask the students specific questions about their research. So it will be in, in real time then when that Zoom conference takes place? In real time. They can also post questions in the comment section asynchronously whenever they want, but the Zoom sessions will be live. And has this been done before this way? Because since this is the first year of obviously since COVID came along? Not exactly in this way here. Last year's URS did switch to a virtual format. That was right at the last minute, so they were already into the major planning for the in-person event. Um, but this year we're taking advantage of some new technology that's been developed during COVID to, to process this a little smoother. How does this type of research benefit students? They're all um, valuable experiences. This would, uh, undergraduate research is one of those activities that's shown to promote retention and, and future success because it, it develops a lot of skills besides what you would typically think of as research. So team building, leadership, communication skills. Um, so it's a valuable experience if they're going into grad school or they're going into industry, getting a job, nonprofits, anything like that. Can you think back of any particular success stories of previous undergraduate research project that have resulted in something tangible? We do have several projects this year that there will only be a couple sessions that will be closed to the general public. We do have a few projects that the nature of their work has confidentiality issues, um, so those will only be open to campus, but that's only like one out of 10 sessions. And why would that be? What types is it of work would that be that it would be confidential? It could sometimes be working with a company. So the students are using information from the company that's comp confidential to that company. It could actually be a research project where the nature of what they're working on is, is so in demand that the research team doesn't want the information to get out to a broader audience until they're ready to publish their results. So so it's actually a intellectual property that they just yes. don't want to raise. Okay, that's really exciting and, and interesting. What other things do you think it offers in terms of the education here at Minnesota State University? It, it is a popular activity now. A number of schools will do it in one form or another. Many schools have not been doing it for as long as we have or as a, in the size that we have. There's 52 undergraduate poster presentations. So how long does a student actually work on a project? Is it a month-long project? Is it like a year-long or several years long? What What is the scope of these projects? Again, they could be all of the above. Some of these projects are things the students have just been working on for a semester. I would say most of them are things they've been working on for a year or longer. There will be a few students that may be publishing these posters in multiple years because they've been working for two, three, or even four years on some of these projects. So they build on it for the next year. And yes. do some of them actually get jobs in maybe industry of some sort because of this research? Yes, they do. One of our cases from last year that was funded through our one of our foundation grants, um, she's applying to medical schools right now, um, and she had done a research project dealing with a, a medical biological technology. 
wow, this is, could be pretty exciting and maybe even lucrative for some if they mm-hmm. end up with the right mix of, of research. Anything else you think is important that people might want to know about this symposium and, and accessing it? This year is an experiment for us, so we're hoping to get a lot of involvement from the public. It's a disappointment that we can't hold the URS in person this year because the students really enjoy meeting the public and talking about their projects. But the advantage to the virtual online format is that a lot of friends, family, and the public who may not be able to make it to campus in person will be able to participate in these events and see what kind of work the students are doing. So we're, we're hoping for good participation and good feedback with the students as we celebrate their successes. When you were a student just a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, Patrick, what sort of research did you do? Did you have this similar experience? I actually did all of my degrees at the University of Missouri-Columbia. When I was an undergraduate, I didn't do a specific project like one of these. I was actually doing independent study courses, which were involved with faculty members' research, so it was linked that way. And, and it was somewhat linked. Um, it was I was doing numerical research, and that is one of the areas that I've taught here. What does that mean? When I did my master's and my PhD, I was doing computational fluid dynamics. So we were using um, computer programs to model how fluid and heat transfer processes would work for different things. Has any of that been continued in some of your students today? To a certain extent. um, Some of the work we were doing was a little bit higher end. And topics change. It it has been more than a year or two since I've, I've done those topics and that I've been here. So the research topics we're interested in at least for me, fluctuate every two to three years, and we're looking at some kind of a new topic, new project. And is your dream to be in person <laughs> next year? It's interesting because I, I might be through my full three-year term before I've actually experienced a normal URS because every year I think we'll be transitioning to a slightly different format as we go. In a way, is this what's going to be in the future, do you think? Maybe this COVID forced us to maybe adapt earlier to all this online presentation. I think so. We are seeing advantages um, to it this year and being able to see the materials and get a broader audience. It's also been really interesting to see what different ways some of the creative exhibits can present their materials in this online format. So I would expect going forward, while we will return to an in-person event, we will still have a significant virtual presence. Are these graded or are they given prizes or what? Is there anything other than just presenting information that there's some kind of a, a acknowledgement of extra special work or extra great work? All of the sessions for the undergraduate sessions will have judging. So there will be judges that will go through each session. So that's an important part of giving the students um, academic feedback as part of how they're doing, learning how to communicate their research. We will be giving out some awards for each session, but we won't be giving out an overall symposium award just due to the difficult logistics of coordinating all the ratings with the virtual format. All right. And anything else you feel is important to, to know about the symposium and, and why we do this? I think it's important to acknowledge the students' um, hard work. They've put a lot of time into this. And in many cases, these are activities that they do outside the classroom in addition to their other activities. So they've put a lot of their heart and soul into these um, events and these performances and the research results. And it's nice to have a chance to acknowledge that and give them some positive feedback. Um, But the students come from all ranges. Um, They're not all fellowship or honor students. They're not all high GPA. It's a a wide range of student backgrounds and experiences. Very good. And it says these will be available. It says during April, the public is invited to access by an on-demand, so later. So these will be, catch them on the day of. You can still continue to see these? The majority of the materials will probably be online for most of the next year. 
Oh, very good. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We've been talking with Dr. Patrick Tubby, the Director of the Undergraduate Research Center and the Coordinator for the Undergraduate Research Symposium, which is April 15th. A lot of uh, presentations going on. I want to thank you for your time. Thank you so much. You're welcome.